0: BEEP <laughs>
1: I was like, "Yo, Kurt has kind of fallen off. I haven't heard much from him recently, but yo, he's back." I'm like, oh. "Yeah, the
2: content was kind of dead for a while."
1: Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he's clearly doing like a sort of like a refi, like a refit. Um, but he's yeah. I'm glad Kurt Cobain is doing well. Um, I haven't really been following Nirvana news, but uh, yeah, that song was sick.
2: Yeah, it was cool. Um,
1: oh, okay, wait. I'm seeing here that Kurt Cobain has been dead for 20 plus years. What? And that was, um, that was... No!
0: Yeah, (laughs) shit, dude.
1: No, I've actually, full disclosure, I've known that. My AIM buddy profile when I was in middle school was all about Kirk Cobain being dead. That was a big part of my identity, actually.
2: Yeah, I was, um, when I was 12 or 13 years old, whenever you are in middle school, I self-proclaimed as a nirvanist. That was my Mm. religion, um, which just meant that I was, like, an emo. I was a, I was I was a virgin. (laughs) <laughs> i'm sure well, who, who wasn't not, yeah exactly <laughs> but anyway though that for listeners that song you heard not only is nirvana been dead for a while Cobain's been dead but that song was um also not a real song it was created by an ai um i
1: mean well who's to say was it a real song just because that's true you know, if a song if a if a song is procedurally generated in the woods and Kirk Cobain is not alive to hear it, uh, was it ever played? Um, these are the things you have to grab. Yeah,
2: this is the future is out. And the future is be You know, our secret sauce. But <laughs> but hey, man, like pretty good, right? What yeah, do you well, what do you back. think?
1: Tell me, give me the shit. I actually did. Uh, you told me about this, and I want you to. Re- that would, Give me this. Give me the deets on this. On what exactly we were just listening to? Yeah, because I, I actually was like, this kind of goes hard. Like this. This sounds good. Yeah, like, this sounds like a Iran song.
2: So like there, there's this. It's this. Um, it's like a mental health group called like Over the Bridge, or, yeah, I think that's what they're called. Off the bridge. Which, or yeah, it's a strange, <laughs> strange name for like a mental health group. It's a mental health In group like, called
1: uh On the Tracks. It's like go kill yourself,
2: <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, but they this was I think it was um on the anniversary of um would be like the anniversary of Kurt Cobain's birthday, and they took two dozen Nirvana songs and ran it through a Google AI called like Magenta. It's like one of their open source AIs, oh, and they okay. also paired it with um like an in house neural network, and essentially they just like crunched the songs, and the AI came up with all the music, um it came up with all the lyrics. And then they had a a singer from like a Nirvana cover band go and do the actual vocals. So he was the only, like he did all the cadence and like the sound and all that.
1: Like he sang the he like sang the lyrics. He just, sang the lyrics
2: yeah. and like you know when he was doing like the screamy bits and stuff, he got to decide when to do that. Right, right. It's just a full on the singer. Yeah, but the actual music was like there and like pretty. I mean, I've heard a lot of these things in the last like four or five years of people running shit through an algorithm, and having an AI do it, and they're usually pretty bad. I mean, there's some decent ones, but I think we talked about this off mic, but Nirvana is kind of like the perfect thing to do this with because lyrically, their shit kind of is like jumbling all over the place. Not to say it's not good, but it's like kind of incoherent if you're not yeah, listening. Yeah,
1: it's kind of sloshy and like...
2: It doesn't necessarily make sense. A lot of repeated words, You certainly can't understand phrases.
1: what the lyrics are the first time you listen to it
2: and the music is relatively simple like it it all follows like for the most part like a like a pop structure and like very similar chords so it makes sense that like if you were going to run a bunch of songs through that like it would you would get something kind of that makes sense apparently like it had I was reading a blog about the developers put out and it was they had some difficulty though because Kurt Cobain's notorious for like playing we'll call it like creative bar chords and like power chords where it's like not quite correct yeah, because you're sloppy. Loose, yeah, And that apparently fucked, fucked with the AI a lot because it, it needs to have like consistency. Mm. And this was just like, it was hard for it. Just interesting.
1: See, that's the one thing that the computers won't ever be able to replace us at, which is kind of sucking at our <laughs> job. They won't be able to suck like we do.
2: Hey, that's the beauty of being human though, right? Yeah.
1: It's just like being good enough for people to like you but also kind of sucking <laughs> that's something that they'll never they'll never replace us that uh that's good I'm, I'm feeling good about that but um yeah that's cool i mean can we expect like all of our favorite bands that no longer exists we'll just be like just getting procedurally generated like ai generated albums of or like not. like little peep and shit sure yeah Lil peep like why yeah why not like mj new- yeah, exactly. Like.
2: So, is what's the ethics around if if you have an AI MJ, is it still a pedophile?
1: I knew you were going to go there. I'm going to say uh um, you know, the sins of the father, you know. Yeah. I think it's free. I think okay. it's, it's pretty clear. Nice. Um
2: so, if you're a if you're a rapper ale- with um, all with multiple anyway. felonies and um questionable relations towards women, Think about getting a machine-generated uh, clone of yourself. Yeah, why not? Or yeah, don't have to be a rapper. There's plenty of a uh... sure. There's plenty of other other likely candidates. Um, but before we go, because we got a lot of news to get through. But um, thank you guys for tuning in again. This is episode yeah. nine. What's up? Um, hi. This is the Future's Out. You want to give our little uh, little spiel, Jonah?
1: Yeah, this is the Future's Out podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about things that were the future that are now the present and how they are sort of a bit of a bummer sometimes, but um, can also be good. Um, like the Nirvana AI. Like the Nirvana AI. I mean, sometimes you say ow because something bad happens. Sometimes you say owl because something good happens. Like you got a shot that contains um, uh, the novel coronavirus vaccine yeah so uh why don't you think
2: about that for a second nice no? and uh so you're all vaxxed up right yeah dude i've done
1: been i i'm fully vested as of monday
2: did you have uh any negative reaction to the second one i know people have been having some like getting sick off of that
1: um yeah no i mean my arm was just like sort of like Every time I would like stray towards a sharp object, my arm would just sort of like reach for it and try to plunge it into my chest uh, <laughs> without consulting my brain. And I would have to grab it and stop it.
2: Slow burn on that yeah. one for me at Slow Fuse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about that. yeah, exactly. I mean,
1: so they did tell me that might happen. Like, I did wake up to my arm, my right arm where I got the shot, just like sort of crawling out of the bed, to try to use and grab a lighter and light my bed sheets on fire, stuff like that. But that's pretty chill. Um, it was no biggie, and now it's back. We've reconciled. So, um, but yeah, and now I'm free to uh go do my thing again. Go uh, yeah, go scream in people's mouths, nice. and vice versa. Nice.
2: you know. So it's all worth it. It we're all good. worked out. It all worked out for the cheers best. Cheers to that. Um, cheers. And cheers also, as we're recording this, it's Jonah's twenty-fifth <laughs> birthday.
1: Yeah, it's true, you guys.
2: I make that announcement because his uh his 9 to 5 um forgot to do that so yeah no one recognizes me in my job but um, you know you need your features out I, yeah
1: i'm this is where i come this is my safe space and you the listener um you're my real uh yeah my real friends <laughs> so thanks everyone yeah i'm 25 sick can't wait to be doing this for uh, another 25 years oh well, yeah um Hell yeah! All right, Mac. Let's dig in. What else we got? What, what else it. we got on the docket today? What's coming across the transom?
2: So, um, you want to talk about peeing in bottles first, or do you want to talk about um shitting in um mail? Yeah, in in the mail? in, in <laughs>
1: shitting in mail, which is one of my favorite uh, hobbies. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess you said it. I mean, Amazon is majorly back in the news for just being like the wretched feudal overlords that they are. Um. I mean they got themselves in a bit of a pickle again by uh I don't know, I guess very bellicosely denying um uh like draconian and uh in inhumane labor practices on Twitter of which they're very obviously guilty, um, and then having to apologize, um, for just like basically lying. Give um, a,
2: can you give some more background on that? Just because there was, I know there was like for the last two weeks, there was a bunch of back and forth there. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Amazon, so basically, I think and it's related to like the somewhat related to the union vote that's going on. Yeah. So about, right? there was like a big union vote underway at
1: one of Amazon's fulfillment centers, one of their FCs in uh, Bessemer, Alabama, um, which is, you know, so it's Alabama, it's deep red, it's, it's you know, um, one of the least probably union-friendly places in the country historically, Alabama, and yet there's like a really substantial union drive happening that may see a bunch of workers at an Amazon fulfillment center unionize there. And if they do, it would sort of be a bit of a canary in the coal mine for plants all around the country. Or I keep saying plants, but really they're yeah fulfillment centers, these warehouses. Because um, there are other like plenty of other locations. Like there's one in Cal- in uh, Chicago, I believe as well that's uh like circulating union cards and looking to unionize and obviously this sort of really takes Amazon's business model out at the knees that really depends on um you know flexible labor mm-hmm. and you know kind of bringing people in and out as contractors and keeping it fast and loose and light and not the
2: dehumanizing aspects we talked about last week well certainly that
1: yeah uh, exactly like not a lot you know having to kind of keep people working at a pretty uh you know insatiable clip that is often pretty deleterious to people's health and their physical and mental well-being um so anyway this union drive is popping off and it's attracted a lot of attention and in, in the course of that you know amazon's been sort of doing a rear guard action to try to insist upon the fact that like uh no it's actually really cool and good to work here like uh what are you talking about um which led to some people bringing up like wait don't uh, don't you have hasn't it been reported that like your workers have to piss in bottles because um, you know, their quotas, their productivity quotas are so dire that like, if they take a five minute bathroom break, they're going to fall behind and potentially get fired. Um, so that sort of bubbled back up to the surface to which they sort of scoffed on Twitter. Like, you don't actually believe that to a, right. I think it it's like a representative Pokan who brought this up. Um, and then it of course came to the fore that like, not only is this true, it's like a widespread problem. And not only are Amazon um, employees having to fucking piss in bottles in order to like keep up with their quotas there's also a lot of like stories of them doing even worse of like drivers in particular who are like not actual delivery drivers but they're just like
2: the con- flex program yeah stuff. Right. they're
1: like flex people and they just get a bunch of packages and like kind of put- throw them in their car and drive them around and these people are like you know, there's such v- vicious competition for these jobs because they do often pay like a higher wage, right. um, than you might otherwise get doing this type of work. But there's like it's been apparently like a, 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 an epidemic that these people are like, you know, they're even having to like they're having to pee in bottles or shitting in bags. Yeah, like it's it's so horrific. I,
2: to, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I heard like at least with the warehouse worker part of it, um, it's like there was like I mean because like you are tech the big thing where amazon was fighting back on it was just like no we give them bathroom breaks because they do but part of the but if you
1: use it like you're gonna get fired
2: well the thing is that like they from what i understand it's like every minute that you're not spent working they track and they count against you and that it that includes like because the warehouses are so big a lot of times like if you have to go to the bathroom you spend you can spend up to like five ten minutes getting there and coming back and those things just, like, add up and add up. And so, like, you end up, you know, having this, like, perverse incentives to, like, end up peeing in a bottle because people have gotten fired based off of, like, their performance evaluation of, like, how much, how many minutes they're spent not completing a task. I think it's called, it's called time on task is, like, the metric they use um, oh, because every, every warehouse worker, as soon as they get hired, the first thing they do is they download this app, which is, like, a tracking app, and it's, like, to track all of their, like, efficiency. Like all of their
1: movements and stuff. This is like yeah. sort of what we were talking about last. It's a, last episode. they're all
2: yeah so connected because um, and like the fucked up thing right is that like you probably like, like, you, like the the fucked up thing is you probably don't even need to fucking pee in a bottle. But the reason that people have this like feeling that they do is the fucking problem, right? Like, uh,
1: I don't know, dude. I mean, I would ima- I wouldn't imagine you would do something so dehumanizing unless you really felt like it was going to redound to uh you know you losing your job otherwise. And a lot of this stuff is like it's warehouse stuff. It's warehouse workers, but it's also drivers because that's like a huge, you know, a huge part of the their labor force at this point. Right? Are these drivers who have to like make insane quotas? And I want to bring in a little thing. This is a Vice article from um, back on back in late March. But um, the lead graph is that Amazon delivery drivers nationwide have to sign a biometric consent form. That grants the tech behemoth permission to use AI powered cameras to access drivers' location, movement, and biometric data.
2: Yeah, we talked um, about this in one of the earlier early episodes. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking crazy.
1: So basically they have to all anyone who's driving for for Amazon has to consent to the use of this technology that tracks and this is a a quote from the actual um from the actual like terms of service that these people are agreeing are agreeing to quote amazon may use certain technology that process biometric information including onboard safety camera technology which collects your photograph for the purposes of confirming your identity and connecting you to your driver account using this photograph to collect store and use biometric information from such photographs um, in order to including like with when you're driving quote Uh, miles driven, speed, acceleration, braking, turns, and following distance, which is all stuff that, I mean, is uh, I think like people who drive commercially maybe have like you know if you're speeding, you might get nabbed for that.
2: Well, there, I mean, Amazon's argument here we've gone through before is that like all this is used for safety, right? Whereas that like they are trying to track to see like if you have your seatbelt on or like can see like if you're speeding to like give you like updates on that. Mm -hmm. But it's like. And I think the conclusion we had before is that like, that's not necessarily like you can have that be true, but also at the same time, it's like their intention is not that, right? It's kind of like the voting rights shit recently, where it's like, okay, you're securing voting, but the intention is like to harm Black people. It's like here, it's like okay, you're you're the end result might be increasing like driver safety, but like the intention here is like to maximize productivity, right? Yeah, I mean,
1: absolutely, and. And I don't know. I mean, I guess the thing is also that, like, and it's mentioned in this article that um, about this biometric data that, and I'll, I'll read one more time just quickly from this article because it sets up an interesting point. This is from the article in, in Vice, quote, technically, these drivers aren't even employed by Amazon, but by roughly 800 company companies known as delivery service partners that operate out of Amazon delivery stations. Right. Still, Amazon controls many aspects of its driver's working conditions from their training to the uniforms delivery quotas, end quote. So that's the thing also is that like Amazon loves to be like, oh, like, uh, you know, you want to you want to clap at us like you want to step to us because our guys are pissing in bottles. But like we're doing a $15 minimum wage and we have like guaranteed health insurance. But it's like that's for employees and a huge number of people who like work for Amazon are not Amazon employees. Right. So I don't know. I mean, it's just yeah. I, yet again, I mean, add it to the long list. But it's just like there's a, there there's a lot of shady shit going on um, at Amazon.
2: Yeah, there's a thing like in reporting, and I'm sure with podcasts too. It's like you always um <laughs> like you'd be lucky if like. Something happens in the news to where like you can reference back to it in a timely fashion, and that's the beauty of Amazon is that like <laughs> there's never any shortage of us just being able to like continue talking about Amazon. Yeah, they love you know they're they're always up to no good. I'll add one more piece of this whole like debacle of the last couple weeks though, which has been um so d- within like the whole union vote controversy with like Amazon opposing it, they ran into some like flack because they have a program where certain workers um, can, like, sign up to essentially be, like, PR, like, PR representatives yeah. They, was, they'll yeah, go on I Twitter and, this. like, they will, like, respond to people criticizing Amazon for union votes or for anything, really, about conditions. And, like, their whole thing is to be saying, like, oh, no, like, actually, Amazon is quite good and all this, but they're paid, not necessarily paid financially to do this, but it's a program where they get benefits to do this. And like some reporting came out where they were, you know, they selectively pick people who are like, um, I think their requirements were that they're like, um, they're funny yeah, or they're, that they're like they were like they're picking like conversational people for their sense stuff. of humor. Yeah, and and it's just funny because like there was a whole thing that came out about like, are these people bots? Because there were actually some apparently some bots that were like call, uh, talking back to um, critics on Twitter, but a lot of them were Epic real people. Backs. Yeah,
3: yeah, they were like real
1: like, people who were like, yeah, they were like the fucking, they're basically like the kulaks or like <laughs> in a you know, in in the concentration camps who were like getting their extra ration of bread to like yeah to, <laughs> to, to to snitch on their uh their fellow prisoners. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty fucked up. I mean, but it's also funny because I don't know if you saw any of those tweets that they're like, oh all these people complaining about bathroom breaks like sounds like uh, there's a UTI epidemic going on <laughs> am I right and it's just like getting like one fave oh and like God. it's just like I didn't mm, hear that one. yeah I was like seeing some of this shit and I was just like this is, uh, this is super dire and the fact that they're not
2: bots is like almost worse yeah it's worse it's way worse, it's worse. Anyway, um, so you want to talk about poop
1: Uh, yeah we've done our pee bit onto poop um, cue that poop sound effect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mac. So, I think one of the things we were talking about last week that is, I think if, I, I want is I want to make a sort of running theme. It's just like this vast sloshing sea of money that's out there with nowhere good to go, yeah. and how it just ends up in these like dumbass companies that are dog shit, just these cardboard cutout fucking fakeries I'm certainly
2: not. not doesn't end up to our paychecks <laughs>
1: it does not end up to our paychecks i thought you said i thought you said patriots for a second and you know troops. what that's true right yeah that's also true our true patriots are not getting it's also a running theme which Amazon. we're gonna
2: we're gonna plug the troops at least once <laughs> hey
1: support our troops i support the troops
2: um if by troops
1: you mean um uh uh postals postal workers um and troops why not um but anyway um, I was I was attracted to a story that I saw today called um about a company called U mm, <laughs> Which I don't know, what I mean, what do you think
2: U does, Mang? I would imagine that they are a university for That's a good thought. That's yeah, not like, a bad a idea. University for um I don't know, like intestinal studies. Like yeah, that. you
1: can send <laughs> for, Yeah, dude. <laughs> you can get your major in a in um intestinal studies. Well, I'm gonna read now from because you know you just had to know this was coming out of SF, out of San Francisco. <laughs> this is from SF Gate headline. SF poop testing startup, once compared to Theranos, so you know it's gonna be good. Charged in sixty million dollar fraud scheme. Um so just like the sort of um the truck that they pushed down the hill from that we were talking about last time, um basically you have a a, a startup out of San Francisco that was trying to sort of, you know, run with the whole th- you and, or 23 and me. Right.
2: Format. Which is like the genetic testing. Yeah. Type of like stuff you, where you s- send in a sample.
1: Yeah, you like swab your mouth and your nose and they tell you like, uh, you're Aryan. <laughs> you're a 2% Neanderthal uh, and a 45% uh, Basque uh, caveman. And you're like, cool <laughs> that means you're you're sick and you you are good at having sex and you're like damn this rocks this is worth my money um no so anyway they were doing this but in like obviously in the way that these so things is only- the,
2: so is the idea like that you send in like fecal matter or i think it was like vaginal tissue as well yes. and like they the the the, the pitches is, is that like they'll analyze it and tell you things about your gut biome and like your your biology is that like the the pitch
1: Exactly. So I'll read now from this article. So there were these, it was a husband and wife couple out of San Francisco named Zachary Schultz Apta and Jessica Sunshine Richmond, who were co-founders of this um, microbiome testing company. Um, And the way it worked was they launched it in 2012 as a direct-to-consumer service called Gut Explorer. You would submit a fecal sample that the company (laughs) analyzed in a lab comparing the consumer's microbiome to other microbiomes um, and the service initially cost less than a hundred dollars um, they then grew to include clinical tests of gut and vaginal microbiomes which were aimed to be used by medical providers so that you could seek up to three thousand dollars in reimbursements from health insurance companies mm. this is where you know it's good because it's just like yeah any good grifter i think like if you're if you're out To like kind of make some money and do some scams like if you have are any good at all you will inevitably end up suckling at the at the like many nippled teat of the health insurance industry because you have these that's like there's so much money out there to just like get a payout from what'd you say or the government or the government but i mean it's sort of like in a way like these health insurance companies are like filling a sort of governmental role or sure. certainly a role that is the, filled by the government in a lot of other countries because you know there's just so much money to be like uh they i did x service like oh i got blood work from quest diagnostics like yeah. i got my shit uh stewed around and uh you know red like tea leaves right well <laughs> red by a by a by a startup um you're going to cover your like your 20% your 80% well this goes you know for I mean? like
2: the, you're talking about where the money's just just kind of like monopoly money places because like I, I was listening to a couple days ago this free economics podcast where they were talking about i think the headline was like how why is like how is the US healthcare system so fucked and it was just going into this whole like thing of it cuz there's like, so much money being made yeah and yeah. like a big part of it they were explaining was like even the most conservative estimates are that like up to like a third of like the procedures and like just general like prescriptions and all the costs are like completely unnecessary and un and like, and like unneeded. And like, this is a big part of it where it's like, it's like, Hmm, should we as the insurance company, like write off this, like $150, $100 to like, look at your shit. Why the fuck not? Like,
1: (laughs) well, that's a thing, dude. Like that's just funny because, and like, I mean, I think that's what people like. That's like the big boogeyman point when people try to talk about like, what if healthcare was free? Then be like, well, you would have people like getting uh, like elective surgery, you know, like as if people would just be like popping in for like a free unnecessary like knee replacement. Whereas the fact of the matter is that, you know, there's this like perverse profit motive to like, oh, maybe you should like, you know, there's all this like money changing hands to get people to do stuff that is not necessarily in their benefit at all uh like let alone medically critical right um because a lot there's a lot of like you know you can get a payout or if you're like i start a private company that does some bullshit for instance like (laughs) let me go back to this article really fast so i'm gonna read a quote again from this sf gate article about ubiome um the company grew to include clinical tests which i already said The federal indictment states that Ubiome sought upwards of $300 million in reimbursement claims from private and public health insurance insurers between 2015 and 2019. The company was ultimately paid more than $35 million for tests that were, quote, not validated and not medically necessary. So basically, they're just like, yeah, they're getting your shit. You send them in like a brown baggie of your dumps and then they like stick a swab in it and I don't know bill your health insurer right for like some colorectal cancer uh preventative care yeah um
2: it's just like all a big scale <laughs> well that's i mean it's like especially with like tech too it's yeah. like telehealth well not tel- telehealth has like some benefit i guess but like just like the digital health can, yeah. shit in general like there's so many startups in the last like like theranos is a great example right where it's like Theranos is a tech company first and then like medicine was just a way for them to make money. And there's so many startups and this is another example of this where it's like the reason why they're in healthcare at all is because there's so much opportunity for them to make money. And it's like, it, it could have been anything else. Like, I mean, the, healthcare the medical is one of the- aspect of it was so not important to their business. It's just that like, that's where the money was at, you know? And like, there's so many companies that are capitalizing on it.
1: Exactly. I mean, and I think as the people pointed out when you're like trying to talk about um you know like medicare for all or like a, a single payer system they're like well you know healthcare is like one of the united states biggest industries like it's one of the biggest employers like right it's like a huge percentage of people work in healthcare but it's like that's sort of a symptom of bloat and sure. and like you know it's like if you look at like these like decadent or like sort of failing empires of like the 20th century or like an like an austria hungary or like or just like, you know, Iraq in like the 90s, or places like this, they all had just like, or Saudi Arabia right now, they have like these huge public service sectors where like, you know, everyone is just sort of working in like, uh, like one industry, and it's just sort of propped up. And it's just like completely incommensurate to the actual usefulness of it. And I feel like healthcare is just like, Become an industry that it has its like reason for existing, or the reason that it has to be protected is that it's like people's job, not because it's actually doing a good job of providing
2: anyone with healthcare. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I know know several friends who are like going through medical school and stuff right now. And like a big part of the frustration with them too is that with doctors, like doctors feel like they can't really do their jobs properly because so much of their time now is spent just like dealing with insurance companies um, rather than actually like, you know, engaging with like their 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 patients and like that's such a part of this because right you have to like meet your quotas you have to like interact like they like the you, you're talking about like in a system you know there's this fear that people are going to like get unnecessary surgeries and stuff which that obviously <laughs> will happen that's just like normal but, but the vast majority from like what i've read of like the glut is not necessarily that but it's more of like people over prescribing drugs or people like giving like these like random other things right where yeah and why does that happen it's
1: because like these drug companies like there's massive financial incentives to doctors to like prescribe drugs Mm -hmm. or like you know what i mean which is all a pathology of the like um marketizing healthcare, which is something that like you know most places is not a question of like you know it's not like you don't treat health health Healthcare, like you would, like you know, fucking buying a car. Well, you do like, like
2: preventive care, right? Whereas, like a lot of places, instead of prescribing someone like, I don't know, diet pills, you tell them to like eat better, and then they're not going <laughs> <come laughs> to come. Fucking eat like, better, dude. I don't know, or Go like, to... no, but no, you're right. A lot you're, of no, shit. Where right. it's like, you spend like, like the idea is to have people come into the doctor yeah, less, no, yeah. not to like exactly, come in more, yeah,
1: and know? not to come in more for like higher billables, yeah, right. I mean, that's why I'm one of many reasons it's very dysfunctional in this country. But in any case you know uh if you wanted to uh you know get your your gut biome checked out you're going to have to find a new place to do it cuz uh Bummer. yeah u biome is under massive uh f- fraud investigation by the securities and exchange Man. so add it to the list you know it's just like uh you know i i i feel like in my head i have like a hunter's lodge of like <laughs> like mounted heads of like of of like um like silicon valley companies that have just like risen and fallen and just by their own stupidity um, and fraudulentness. So there's like, you know, you've got like a mounted Theranos, now Ubiome, Nikola, all these companies that were just like promising the world and ended up being just like weird Ponzi schemes.
2: Well, what's old is new, right? It's like the true. fucking the snake oil people from like the, the old West are just yeah, like, we're now really they're right just yeah, we're really right back. Yeah, it's totally true. We're right back at that. Um, um but yeah should we move on to uh, the saddest news of the week?
1: Yeah dude, in memoriam, memento mori. Um Mac, where does babby come from and how do I know if my
2: girl is pregnant? I don't know, but I would recommend that you go ask that to like maybe Yahoo answers. Yahoo answers? <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> guess what dude, I fucking can't do that anymore because they're closed, dude. No, they're shuttered. No, Yahoo Answers, which was Yahoo, because Yahoo was bought by Verizon in 2017, and uh, as of a couple of days ago, if, or yesterday or today, um, they're closing the doors, dude. They're hanging up their they're hanging up their skis. They're hanging up their their spurs over at the Yahoo Answers mill. Um, and you know, if you want to get your questions answered, of uh, you know. Well, yeah, where do babbies come from? You're going to have to go to Quora or something.
2: Yeah, or Reddit.
1: Or Reddit. God Quora, forbid.
2: see, the thing is, like, I actually, I, I like Reddit a lot for a lot of reasons, and especially for, like, actually better questions like this. Like, I, I, I find Reddit a great resource for just asking kind of, like, interesting questions or, like, just practical things. Yeah. But the beauty of, like, Yahoo Answers, which I guess Quora sort of fills this role, but they're they're less good, was just that, like you didn't really go there to answer a question. It was more of just like, you knew it was going to be shit and you knew that it was going to be bad, but it was just like kind of hilarious.
1: Yeah, it was cool. Like, yeah, cause yeah, so Yahoo Answers is being folded and shut down. They're eliminating it. Like, you know, all the archive is going to be gone. Like you won't be able to find a whole, an old, I mean, I remember like, I was like in taking like a college chemistry class, like my senior year that I had to take to graduate. I was just like, Go- frantically Googling like basic, like freshman of high school level chemistry questions and mm-hmm. finding like a Yahoo answer from like 2006. <laughs> that I was just like, this has like f- 17 upvotes. Like, this <laughs> seems legit. Like, and it's from Cheryl's t- lowest like Cheryl way to find <laughs> information. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, eh, and you know, I don't know. I graduated, man. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's all going to be gone now. And yeah, it's true. Like, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it It's just like, it's an it's a question of like web 1.0 or 2.0 probably yeah just like really being thoroughly erased you know it's gone like
2: i'm somewhat surprised that they're not keeping like because i saw that you can you can request to get your data so Mm -hmm. like if you had questions you can get that but i'm sort of surprised (laughs) they're not just like having an archive that you can like you know, it's Why like go would here. They? I mean, who makes money off that? You know, eh? But it's, it wouldn't cost that much money to like, like how, like yeah, how but many we posts make are on any money? Non-Money. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean that's mean, the
1: thing because it was bought by Verizon. I mean, like, yeah, they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. I mean, there's no sentimentality there. <laughs> it's just like a cold, the cold, just grinding teeth of, of the telecom industry, which you know we've we've spoken about on this show. Um, I mean, step. And so yeah, you know, it's like uh. I don't know, I guess I know how the Carthaginians felt uh, after the fall of the, you know, the burning of the Library of Alexandria. You know, it's just, like, untold knowledge of, uh, yeah, like, um, you know, uh, my if my chihuahua accidentally ate my birth control, can I put it in the microwave, <laughs> or else will it get pregnant? And stuff like that, you know? Like, how will I know now? I have to go to Reddit, and I'll have to some guy... Listen to some guy go, well, actually, if you have a uh, birth control and Chihuahuas actually have an interesting history and I'll tell you about it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, now do it's the... like 15 paragraphs. Yeah. And some guy's doing memes and now I'm getting Reddit gold and I'm, my girlfriend's breaking up with
2: me. <laughs> on Reddit, man, I'm not Reddit, but what, it's what, yeah, like you have happened? to have such balls suppose, because like there is like no matter what sub you're on, if you have this hint of like insecurity that just fucking rip you apart. Yahoo Answers everyone was just.
1: Uh, yes and no. I mean, it's like the rip you apart, but in this sort of like way that's just like very Reddit, Reddity. You know, people being like, oh, like doing like kind of puns and goofy stuff. That's almost like it doesn't have the like raw, hard-bitten edge. I mean, people in Yahoo Answers would just be like, I don't know. There was like a there. It was like there was like a street element of it, and it felt real. It felt raw. Now everyone is like self-consciously on the internet. They're like. I'm getting points and I'm, I'm on the internet to like, you know, do jokes. Whereas on Yahoo Answers, it's just like, who is this person? Like, what, you know, someone is just like on their Palm Pilot, their grandparents, their grandchildren left them at the mall yeah. and now they're on their Palm Pilot using the Verizon store Wi-Fi and the security guard is telling them that they can't sleep here. And they're like, I just have to keep answering. Sorry, sir. I, you know, that's the vibe I got. And you know that's just not what the internet is anymore. Well, say love you. Say love you. Should we take a quick little break? Yeah, and, let's take a break move? to mourn. I need a moment of silence to collect myself, and then we'll get back to uh, some some shit. Cool. All right.
0: Boop.
2: We're back. Um, hey Jonah, let me pose something to you. Yeah, hit me up. We talk about love, you know, like technology on this show, and like things that could be up in the future. What do you think about drilling something into your school? That, uh, drilling something <laughs> into your skull into my into my private charter school the jonah
1: (laughs) (laughs) the young jonah achievers yeah well it's funny you say that mac and (laughs) if you donate just 25 dollars today you can adopt a young jonah achiever um and you can drill something into uh into my school um uh whatever you want like a a a, um a radar device um you know a, a vending machine anything you want drill it right in nice um uh, it's funny you brought that up. I appreciate the plug. But I think what, what am I dr- drilling into my skull?
2: Drilling into your skull. Yeah, specifically I'm talking about which listeners may have heard a little bit in the, you know, in the Grapevine, um Elon Musk, great great meme lord Elon Musk. He has a yeah. um, business called Neuralink, which like the general plug is that like they are going to um, put a essentially a computer processor into your brain that connects you um Makes you essentially a cyborg, so that like you can. Um...
1: It's like a Bluetooth. Like for laymen's, like, right? Like, is that because? Okay, like, yeah. I wanna, I wanna get, I wanna know, I wanna get some details from sure. you on this Mac because I don't really know shit about this. Yeah, Neuralink is like a thing. We're gonna talk about it today. Musk has. Oh, it's his business. I mean, I, I have a lot of. I always don't really trust him because he's. I, I do think. Elon Musk is much more of a carnival Barker than he is like a real tech CEO Like a lot of his I feel like a lot of his successes have come off Just like PR right. And self-promotion and even when there is No underlying product I mean and we've We've examined that phenomenon Extensively already with like other people but I mean which is not to say like Clearly like there are Teslas out there on the road so Like right. there's something to it but Neuralink yeah the idea is what That you know You can get but you can cut out the middleman of your phone like are you sick of how long it takes you to uh you know imbibe uh, tech and social media by looking at your phone right like why don't you just get it plugged straight into your brain so, but so that's actually like a thing that's gonna happen so
2: i was i mean for what it's worth i'm using Neuralink as an example cause the most <laughs> as we pop, speak <laughs> the most popular yeah i notice um, your head is bleeding yeah so pretty i'm like, bad. but yeah. i'm thinking you, so fast you look pretty pale man. um <laughs> I'm using Neuralink as an example because it's what people might have heard, but basically, and I will answer your question, but it's like Be- Neuralink is one of many companies that's engaging in this new sort of new technology that's like called neural implants. And the whole idea there, people focus on it from different elements, but the idea is that like you can essentially put in like processors directly into like either your skull which is like Neuralink is doing or like other companies have wearables where it's outside of your skin, but it directs like it'll, it'll read like your neurons and like the way like your your brain communicates with say your arm or something. And it's taking those um, inputs from your brain and using them to power any multitude of things, right? Like uh, you could potentially use it to say like when you're typing on your phone, um, if you had a neural input, the, thesis goes that like you could improve your writing speed by 10 times because like guam. <laughs> um yeah your guam because like instead of having to rely on like how long it takes for you to type and like do typos and physically do it you're the 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 neural interface is essentially reading the inputs um faster than you can physically type them so it'll increase there's other examples which are more practical where it's like people that like have missing limbs for example can use neural implants to um that's sort of already feeling thing right that's yeah that's like the thing all these things are a thing but they're nascent um in this example right like you could use a neural implant to like give someone sensation of their arm that they don't have there's also like related people who are deaf like can get cochlear implants which are a type of neural implant which is like it allows people to hear again these are all the basic thing right is that it's this Way of integrating external technology with like your biology, um, yeah, which is cy- cyborgism. It's exactly you know? cyborgs. I mean, it's in a in a very fundamental way. It is. And I
1: want to I want to make I want to make something very clear. You know, I've uh, I've been in some arguments. I've been in some discussions. Sometimes, you know, I'm out on a date with a girl and she's saying something and I have to say, Hey, listen, babe. I think you got that wrong. Let me explain. An android is when, a uh, um, you know. A robot is built from the ground up to resemble a human, Mm -hmm. but is not has no human biology. Okay? Okay, yeah. But a cyborg is when a person is like melded with technology and cybernetic implants to become sort of half man, half robot. Right. All right. So I just want to make that clear because I I talk to a lot of girls. (laughs) I DM a lot of girls on Instagram and I say, hey, sweetie and then we get to talking and i and then they will misuse the term and i i just want to make that clear.
2: Well, I'm glad that you you laid laid that right. out there. Um but so cyborg is one way of saying maybe the listener hasn't uh, heard this but it's like a thing that's in the ether law is this idea of like the singularity, right? And um in this is very this is very elon musk territory but like essentially the idea with a with a lot of like silicon valley types is that like you know there's this idea that like ai is going to like take over um it's going to like outpace humans right so it's like what do we do and like some people propose that like the only solution um is to integrate with technology the singularity where it's like you become a cyborg and more and merge with ai so that like you're not like Essentially taken over by the computers. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, it's and that's a, a big like it's not spoken about as the much. Lack, but that's a big the, idea behind neuralink specifically. It's
1: like yeah, it's like the end of the distinction between man and computer. and Like people, I think a lot of like notions of people who are kind of like contemplating this, and most of whom are perverts. Um, <laughs> just saying, like that the singularity is like the natural end. It's like the next stage of evolution or or something. We're like right yeah the notion the, the like this like primitive we're in like a primitive form where we're like interfacing with computers as like separate uh you know pieces of technology that we use as tools but like our next stage of evolution will just will be the the full merger and that's right. the singularity will be And and i don't even think it's like the notion of like individual people but just like truly like on a civilizational scale right there will cease to be a distinction between person and computer sure. and like and those types of intelligence. I mean,
2: yeah, I mean for sure. I think that's like the 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 grand idea of like some people on that's, that's very to like me. philosophical. On a more practical, I like lens. my meat, my meat age. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because there are like you know, there's also there, there's undoubtedly people that view that way, but there's a lot of terms neural implant. A lot of neural implant companies that are like more of the practical, quote practical side. And like for an example, I read about this recently, like Facebook, right? Um. Like they're creating like a wrist wearable where the idea those rascals is that like you um, the premise is that like they, uh, you had computers and then the next stage after computers was you had mobile phones like everything is dominated by mobile now and they're arguing that the next stage after mobile is that everything's going to be sort of loosely AR based and their premise is that these wearables that would be like it's like a wristwatch that you wear all the time you would no longer need to have any hardware device like a phone or a computer because like you could theoretically go and just like type your hands on like a surface and mm-hmm. mimic like a laptop you could use yeah, that's like been in like movies invi- and shit for a while yeah I feel like. it's like that in there those exist in their actually
1: i think like this is sort of different but like they're like projected hologramic sure i don't think those are like viable because you would probably see more of them but they yeah, you yeah. can just like spray it onto a surface and it's a hologram and you... Well, the
2: different... Yeah, I mean, those are a thing and they're kind of gimmicky. The difference here is that, like, what they're saying is that, like, because it's connected to your brain... Why would you have to type then? You Couldn't you just just, like, think the words? Well, so that is, like, I mean, we're talking about, like, the practical thing. Like, Facebook, specifically, they have said that, like, long-term, the goal is that you don't have... Like, you just think and it does it. But in the (sighs) near-term, right, there, you would still have to type or, like, do any sort of, like, movement because like mm-hmm. what it's doing is it's not necessarily reading your thoughts the implant it's just like it's it's catching yeah. in a sense your your neurons before so like they're firing sooner. to yeah, create before, an before you have to like yeah react so it's because just dude
1: I, I i i totally agree because like yeah one of the most annoying things to me is like when i'm typing and like i think my my thought is to like strike a key and i'm like this is taking forever like yeah I have to wait so long between I think to strike the L key and the L key is struck on my laptop, and I'm just like, guys, this is yeah. so inefficient. I hear no, I hear you. That's dumb. <laughs> I
2: mean, like, but I mean, for what it's worth, it's like one of the not that I would want this, but like one of the things that they say is like, for example, if you had these neural inputs, um, it would be able to recognize like, like I like I'm I write for a living, but I'm also a horrible like typer. Like I just like make typos all the time. Mm-hmm. But this thing, because it's, like, up to your brain, it would, like, learn your mistakes just intuitively very quickly. And it would automatically correct it better than, like, any autocorrect. And so you would just, like, you would never really deal with, like, typos and shit. Wow, that um, does,
1: you know what? I'm <laughs> I'm <you're> sold. Over. <laughs> I'm sold. You know, um, they're like, well, there are some problems. I, no, I don't care. <laughs> I, whatever they are, it's worth it. I don't um, give a shit. I'm so sick of typos.
2: So all of this is preamble to talk about like what we kind of the main topic here is. Um because yeah, the main topic we're gonna go into is this a a a something called neuromarketing. And um essentially like if this is the technology we're calling it neural implants, that's like a lot of companies are looking towards for the future of like how to like integrate people into um technology, neuromarketing is as we'll explain the financials with which make that an interesting thing for these companies to pursue and basically um, there's a lot of research on this but if you are a company like Facebook for example right where the main business strategy for them is they're an advertising company right they make mm-hmm. something like 95% of their profits off of digital advertising it be why is it that they're deciding that they want to go into a really costly hardware project that like reads your thoughts and i think the cynical answer but i think the right one is that this allows them even more opportunity to gather data to give to advertisers and i mean that's
1: the whole game at this point sure like the whole game is yeah is just knowing what you want to buy before you even know that you want to buy it or better yet making you want to buy things that you didn't even know existed
2: right and i mean that's why like right now why facebook it truly is like why they are such a dominant company they are is because for advertisers never before have they had access to such like quote good data as they've had with facebook because facebook changed the game by like having people Give them all this information voluntarily. Yeah, yeah, and all that information. If you're a marketer or you're an advertiser, that's good for you because it means that you have to spend. You're more likely to be able to sell something because you have better data, right? Right. And but the that's psycho still,
1: psycho profile of people as consumers. Sure. It's like that's the whole nut. Right?
2: But it's like it, as good as that is. It's still incredibly flawed. And like in preparation for this, I was reading a bunch of like research into this, and like the biggest thing that like advertisers complain about and pretty much this also applies to social science and politics and stuff too um, is that like people individuals when you ask them like what they want or what they think about things generally people are very unreliable because they don't necessarily tell you what they really Mm -hmm. think a lot of people will tell you what you want to hear maybe they'll change their answer because like it looks bad about them this is a big thing with the Trump vote that people were speculating about Um, basically it's just that like there's a lot of information loss between like what happens in your brain and what you tell somebody if you have a technology that for lack of a better term reads thoughts if you're an advertiser that's a gold mine because it's like you know that you're getting the best like unfiltered data and who better to give that to you than like a company like facebook um and so this has spawned a whole thing right about like neuromarketing which is like the idea here is that like how do you make money off of like the subconscious thought of of people essentially
1: <laughs> thank god someone is on this yeah, on right. this topic dude cuz i was laying awake at night like dude what if like we go through all of this like you know civilizations rise and fall babies are born people die ashes to ashes dust to dust and we cannot find out how to make money off people's <laughs> uh, internal thoughts yeah <clears throat> someone can't figure out how to make money about Like, uh, what when I like, you know, see my cat like take a shit and I think about having to empty the litter box and then I think about, oh, I have to put my flip flops on before I do that because I'm barefoot right now and there's bird shit in the alley. What if, uh, yeah, what how, you know, what if that went unmonetized? Right. It's chilling. It is truly chilling. It would be a tragedy. It would be a tragedy. But, uh, thankfully, our best minds are on it. Um, (laughs) yeah, it's funny.
2: Well, yeah, what do you, what do you, you, I spoke a lot. What do you think about all this? I think
1: you, I think you know what I think. Like it kind of sucks. Like I think it's sort of sad that like so much you know, our brain trust is is being spent on just like how to better fucking get you to buy shit, right. you know, that you don't need. I mean, and like I buy all the shit all the time and I like buy shit off on Instagram like right. you know. I feel like it's pretty effective. at like advertising is pretty effective setting aside the fact that advertising is sort of like in itself is sort of sinful. Sure. <laughs> I mean, like you wouldn't think that people like you would think that people would know what they would want and need i mean it's sort of a new thing that like you need to instruct people you know to buy stuff like you think like that's sort of a natural thing if people have the the means to they want gratification and they want ease and they want pleasure and that's just like normal but it's just like there's this whole industry of you know dangling the carrot in front of us as donkeys and like you know whatever not to just like be some holier than thou aesthetic like i buy shit you know i get it it's it's whatever it's cool but it's amazing that like this is like this cutting edge of of science seems to be just like making this thing that already exists to such a degree just like even more pervasive and and invasive you know what i mean i'm sort of surprised
2: yeah i mean to what you're saying i because i feel like i can hear the critics saying that's like well advertising has always been a thing like why does it matter so much? Uh, just like it's something i think about a lot it's like especially your own thoughts i mean well even if we just talk about like right now the standard is right now it is so different than it was like say before the internet right because like what's there's always been advertising right and advertisers have always like influenced how people think but because everything is so hyper personalized now yeah right it's like before you were advertised to the same way that someone else was advertised to when you were watching like the fucking football game or some shit. Mm-hmm. but now, like Instagram specifically, but other places, right, they're able to advertise to you in such a specific way and also in ways where it's like they know when you're most susceptible to be advertised to. It's like before you know there were set times in the day where you received ads right it was during commercial breaks it was at the baseball game whenever but now because our lives are on our phones you're allowed to get an advertisement whenever and these companies know exactly when you are most likely to be when your guard is down pretty much right? yes they know- but also
1: here's the other thing that is like this is something i've sort of been like because like i've been thinking about for a long time or, or it's like occurred to me is like it seems to me like there's like, there must be like a bubble with ads. Cause like, think of all the ads you see online and you're just like, this is dumb bullshit. Like, this is dumb shit. Like, this is fake. Like, how can this possibly be worth someone's money? Like, I'm seeing an ad and like, and like, yeah, you know, like it, it builds brand, it builds brand identity and blah, 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 blah. But like, there's so many right. ads online or like, you know, you go on like the Daily Mail and it's just like a fucking, it's just like a dog's breakfast right. of fucking advertisements. And you're like, clearly this isn't like the this isn't like you know the 60s or the 70s where there's like this is like a, an ad campaign that was come right. up by people and is like put in a magazine and it's just like there's so many it is- intermediaries and middlemen and yeah. it doesn't it seem like you know it's like i i, I and this is i'm not the per- first person at all i'm not even a person practically <laughs> to come up with this because i'm just saying it i haven't written anything but that this might be like a bubble. Like, a lot of people are putting money into this on the premise that it is like right. netting these big returns and it may actually not be doing much of shit.
2: So, I don't. So, the bubble thing. Like, on maybe, the online ad but bubble. With, but, with what you're saying before, true. there has been like. A, I've read this of like quite a bit of research about like. There is a. When we say like. When I was saying before that these ads are more effective than they were before, there's a bit of a misconception because in terms of like how likely you are to buy something off of an ad, it's not necessarily better than it was in the past. The difference is, is that like the volume is so yeah, they're just much everywhere. more. And yeah. the thing is, is that like, and is I, the ROI
1: I think, like good on all, you know what I mean? Like, I've, well, I guess people maybe, <laughs> it's probably, good for
2: Facebook. You know, that, there's, well, there's, yeah. there's been a lot of, there was actually a book, but that's the thing, right? Like about like how yeah. uh, there, in, in, it was written by someone, but that was a premise, right? Was that like, it was written to advertisers where it's like, you're actually getting grifted by Facebook because it's not that good. But essentially, because I think all of us have had this experience where it seems like, man, like Facebook or Instagram, whoever, they just like know me so well. But I think the reality, right. Is that we're actually just getting so many ads every day, but your brain doesn't remember the ones that you didn't look at. And so it's like you, like the ones that make sense stand out, but you're just getting pummeled well that's ads. for sure so but to hit me it's like just what seems... matches is actually quite low yes but that's but but it, for facebook or something like that because they have that reach it still works for them because like you know the the amount of ads that you well, it see... works for
1: them because it doesn't none of their their whole model does not depend on any of these ads being successful i mean right. i guess granted like people wouldn't keep placing them yeah. if they weren't like driving some like traffic or or sales or whatever to be fair but I mean, yeah it does But to like, me though like I just think, like, the whole thing seems so much stupider than it ought to or than it's cracked out to be because, like, I'll make one Google search and then I'm just, like, I'll be, like, you know, I'll, like, be reading something on Wikipedia and I'll Google, like, you know, I don't know, like, uh, Suez Canal, and then it'll be, like, uh, like, Suez Canal T-shirt, like, you know, yeah. shit like that. It's just, like, very dumb still, like, and there's, like, a lot of stuff that is just, like, I Google something and then it just like inundates me with ads related to it.
2: Well, to to relate back to the the topic, that doesn't seem very clever. Yes, but that's that's the idea. And I guess that's the the next next frontier. Rather than like yeah, rather than they figured out how to just like flood the zone, but that's becoming a bit tired. Right. This would fundamentally, it really would fundamentally change the game because you wouldn't necessarily have to do that because you would have such accurate data. Um. You would just know intuitively what people, what their preferences are, which would be a game changer.
1: And this sort of all stems from, like, early research that's been happening for, like, 20 years about, like, neural mapping, like, or, like, reading people's brains, like, when via, like, MRI equipment, essentially, and seeing what lights up when, when people are, like, you know, experiencing such or such a phenomenon or, or like, being shown such or such image.
2: Right so like um, sorry good
1: no 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 go ahead
2: i was just to say yeah like the term like neuro marketing is a term only gained like prevalence in the early 2000s but the general concept of like in broad strokes of like monetizing someone's subconscious thought that's been around for a long time like way before certainly, certainly, ever yeah. thoughts I mean, it was certainly yeah i mean it's like neural
1: implants i feel like it's maybe apocryphal but it used to i remember always like hearing that uh, like it used to be the case of like movie theaters they would like splice in yeah. like a single frame of like Subliminal soda yeah, yeah yeah like or like some popcorn You're they're like, related
2: they're that. related for sure i mean this was I, I wish i i have it listed here somewhere um so i apologize for the source being wrong but it was a a paper scientific paper outlining sort of the research in the last decade or so and this was this was in the early 2000s before you know Neuralink or anything was a thing but researchers <sighs> one of the first big like I think it was with MR MRIs or fMRI stands. fMRIs stands. Yeah. Um they were looking at like um they asked people whether or not they like Coke or Pepsi, like a classic social studies thing. Classic, yeah. And um <laughs> they found that like um that response it triggered very specific parts of like the brain and um it that changed depending on like whether or not people had whether or not people told them it was Coke or Pepsi, so it's like they had them drink it, and by telling them it was Coke or Pepsi, and then asking them like what they liked, their response changed versus just like having it, and also their brain, like the way their brain lit up changed in the sense that like, in their frontal cortex, like certain concepts and things actually like map onto like parts of your brain as like concepts. And you can apply that to, like, in this, where you can actually, like, get data from, like, someone's brain that has, like, huge real-world effects because, like, you're no longer... It's, like, before it's
1: parsed through their consciousness. Like, before, like, their ego and id, like, manipulates it for for production and speech or conscious thought, it's just, like, it is sort of, like, what, like, your just lizard brain, like, what lights up when you see something. Like, you know, I see, like, my favorite, like, you know, fucking, um, I don't know, like, brand of, 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 of beer or something, and it's just, right. like, you know, like, I just, like, you know, and then, like, you know, there's, le- there's levels, but I guess, like, a neural thing, neural marketing could just, like, see my, like, spasmodic, uh, neuron right. response, and just be, like, okay, bing, like, deal. Well, okay, it, that seems fucked up. Yeah. I mean, well, can, can. Can can I ask you like where are we like what's the deal with that like is this is this where's the legal framework for this is this something that's like coming around the pike or what what's up legal framework lol yeah Um, obviously so
2: like many things try to answer each of those in turn but like like many things in tech that we talk about here the legal framework is just does not catch up with like the technology of the time way behind and to be fair this is all very conceptual right it's like there's there this is not something that's gonna happen tomorrow and it's probably not something that's gonna happen like really in the next like five years but these things happen quicker than we expect right um i think the closest people to it are um probably the facebook's just because like they're investing in things that are non-invasive like i think we've had enough coverage of like the creepy like elon musk wants to drill into your skull Mm -hmm. that people are kind of averse to that but like In terms of like, actual, you know, like wrist wearables or other things that can measure your your neurons, like we're not too far away from that. Like with like an Apple Watch, for example. Yeah, Yeah, like those 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 are those are not the same, but they're important because like we're we're collectively being conditioned to like be sort of okay with these things. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's uh, yeah. Absolutely. And that's that's kind of more like we we joke about like who would want to get their head like drilled in but at the same time it's like 10 years ago everyone would we all would what would be our reactions to like saying that a private company knew where you were and like your your heartbeat and all that like i would have thought that was ridiculous but now that's common you know yeah um so i think we're conditioning ourselves to do this and in terms of like i think this is the thing right is that like the tech is one part of it but it's instructive when you look up like the real people that want to monetize this or, like, the advertisers, like, they are definitely thinking about this, right? And so, like, if they're thinking about it, that signals that, like, they see where this stuff is going um, because there's there's millions of dollars, probably billions, being invested in, like, research on how to, like, monetize subconscious thought or neural implants.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And, like, I don't really know shit about any of this, but it just strikes me as, like, so, so not a good sign for, like, the health of capitalism or our system that, like, so much money is being spent in just like 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 dogs like fighting over scraps of food like getting us getting your consumer dollars like it's like there's no it's not like a new it's not like creating anything new it's like or, 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 or it's not like um certainly not producing anything of like substantial value it's just about like whatever value already exists whatever purchasing power people already have like we need to know how to like just hack their brains to get them to spend whatever money they do have on our shit like it seems sort of dark like (laughs) like you know it's very dark like you know like uh, how is it like this is like i don't know advertising like because you just look at like ads in general and they're so crummy and like you just like sort of scoff at all of them and be like no this is it like this is the cutting edge of of capitalism is just like making these really win you over and you're like i think yeah i agree uh, that's not think, that's not reassuring <laughs> i agree
2: i think the real tragedy for me and we talked about this before is that like the pro- the problem with so many things and with this is that like neural implants themselves as we mentioned at the beginning the top like there's a lot of good uses for them yeah, right which is like be, which is like yeah, you know like you there really are a lot of good uses yeah, for prosthetic them. limbs and all this there's stuff there's a lot of shit with like you know potentially like with mental health too of like being able to like Not use antidepressants like there's a lot of like good use cases of it, but the problem is right is that like I like you and I have both played the game like Cyberpunk 2077, and it's just like for anyone who hasn't played it, it's like the most like dystopian future of like people with like these neural chip implants and like fucking all this like these like VR headsets, yet their society is like super gross and like really materialistic and like really fucked up, and the thing is here is like. These technologies offer a lot of upside, but the fundamental like way that they're being monetized is flawed. And like the and it's, it's essentially just saying that we want to like serve like the first people that are being served are the advertisers who are going to like essentially give us Facebook or anyone else like the revenue model with which to make the technology possible. And that's fundamentally really flawed because it leads you down these really perverse. Yeah, it's terrible. Incentives.
1: I mean, like, and it's the same thing with Amazon. Like, they have this, like, insane shipping model. Like, you know, for instance, like, for another thing we've been harping on, like, they can get you, like, I can order, uh, you know, a mouse pad, and it's at my house in 12 hours. And, right. like, that has insane potential uses that, like, could be used
2: for... Like a vaccine, for example. For, like, yeah, the, exactly. Amazon has the most impressive like supply chain shit ever known to man but what's it being used for right right
1: i mean exactly i mean and that's why yeah you're right i mean that is like sort of the crux of it because this stuff is cool and it's like actually interesting and like and sort of mind-blowing but it's just being used on like it's like you know it's like it's like like, making a time machine so i could like go back earlier in the day and like take a dump before i left my house or something because that's like mildly inconvenient to me as opposed to like i don't know like going back and contacting the earliest man—it's just like such an earliest, such a tiny scope. That's like so frustrating, and it's like just to like further entrench these interests that yeah. are already like clearly demonstrated to be antisocial and not good for really very many people.
2: Well, it's like the wally shit of like the dudes, right, like right. they're fat as shit, like in space with like yeah. their like their wheelchairs. It's fat like, people's fault. <laughs> yeah, that's the wally I mean, message. It's just like I don't know, like you were mentioning before, it's like we have. There's a lot of really like smart, talented people that are doing this shit, but it's like all of our talent, for reasons that are like very systemic, are going towards like the wrong things because they're what society values. It's like, right it's now. What,
1: yeah, I mean, it's like what are you know? That's what. That's what it's what what it's what can turn a profit to like the people who control these types of um you know who the people who are like able to sort of like direct this and own this type of like really cool interesting like new cutting-edge technology it's like well why would they use it it's just like what can i what can what can like you know get me more money or make me more profit you know whereas like there are cool use cases like you said of like where like these things can be turned to to uh like to the public good and that shit is like very fucking thrilling and interesting yeah i mean like i don't know i don't know how these neural link things like other than, like, prosthetic limbs, I don't, I'm i trying to think of, like, what would be a well, good... Well,
2: so, for example, I mean, this is sort of, like, apples and oranges, but, like, if you... The thing is, it's really hard to disconnect, like, the perverse incentives from things, but if right. you imagine a world where it's, like, we have good incentives, right, you can see... Like, I'm not super thrilled about the idea of, like, a singularity and shit. However, <laughs> like, if you had, like, the right society you could see a world where it's beneficial to be able to, say, like, be really fast at computing, right? If there's, like, no ethical downside or, like, be really good at, like, being able to, like, integrate, like, AI into, like, all of your shit to where, like, everything is just, like, super efficient. But, like... Yeah, like, all of this stuff like, has it's, awesome
1: it's, use cases and all of it can be used in very evil ways But it's as all well. dependent
2: on, like... Which just that to be a dead horse, but it's so dependent on, like, the, at the ground level like how what what your values are absolutely make it, which is like why like a Google and shit right now we've talked about this before, but like they've got a bunch of shit for like firing like their ethics researchers yeah. and shit. Because like this is the thing well, at I so just... many of these companies, like really the the decisions you make like from like a like you know, people who graduate with like humanities degrees and stuff. The people the the people that make those decisions end up down the line influencing like the big world effects of like all yeah, this shit yeah and that's why know? i
1: think these this should just be to basically democratically controlled like you know i mean like presumably we can we have a senate or which is already anti-democratic but like presumably we have a government or a democratic control of like when what if we go to war i mean that's obviously it's like a fucking joke at this point but right. like you know this all this shit should be sort of like these big decisions that have ramifications for all of humanity should be being weighed in on by all people. But like literally they're like the most unaccountable. It's just yeah. like, it's up to like literal some South African man, child freak who looks like right. if, if um everyone's going to get a chip in their head or not, or if we're going to like use this to like, I don't know, uh decide if we're going to like do a first strike on China or yeah. something. I mean, like. I'm
2: somewhat, I agree that there needs to be absolutely more accountability. I'm a, like the, the democratic element of it, it depends how you use that term, but I'm somewhat skeptical because, like, if you just give the people pure control over these things, then like people don't necessarily do what's best long term, right? And it, you need to have like some sort of I like, think they like historically some guide, do. guidelines of like people who like actually know. Sure, but you could... The cost and benefits. You could but do I, a cost and benefit, but then like you put it, they are like,
1: okay, let's determine what are some good use cases and then we like, you know, see what people want to do with it. And right, I think but, like, you would not have what we have. Well, you know I, mean? I know, but if I you mean, ask
2: people like, for example, like, sh- do you want like, sex robots and shit? If you just let it up to like, the democratic there's masses, a difference. like, that, we would say yes. Well, like, sure, be, I mean,
1: but they already do exist. And I mean, there's not well, the worst thing not in any really. case, but, uh, I mean, dude, you can buy they're, like this.
2: They're like, they're like, they're essentially flashlights, but plastic. They're not.
1: Max like one star. I had to return <laughs> mine. It was only dude, a flash- it's funny because <laughs> this a couple years
2: ago. A Side note: Houston got like where I'm from. Max like, dude, um, trust me, dude, this-
1: don't buy, don't buy. No, not well, a not a good investment. This is just this- wait till the tech bears out.
2: <laughs> Houston had this thing, where it's like they there was this guy saying that they were gonna have like the first like um sex robot brothel in all of like um United Sounds States, awesome. and. <laughs> what Sounds it not out, sad or depressing yeah, at all. <laughs> what it turned out it was like sex robot was a stretch because really what it was it was like a motel where you rented a room and there was a blow up doll. It was like silicone, but there was a blow up doll in there, like no computerized elements at all. And the fucking mayor of Houston had to like come on and be like, "We're not doing this." He was like, he signed like the like, "We're not, we're not doing this." <laughs> I booked a
1: night. I was very, I was very disappointed. I'm gonna have to shut it down. No, look, I mean, look, yes yeah okay it's like oh people are gross like people are scummy whatever but i do think like if you put it to people in a it's not saying like a plebiscite on every single specific issue but like if these types of technologies were directed towards like um you know the general public welfare like in making like healthcare stuff like that more accessible making you know
2: thing is man neural link like to just make like, work more efficient and what, make like, more money
1: that can be like make make all the jobs that everyone does way more efficient, make a lot like make them much more lucrative, require fewer man hours, and then all of that excess money is put into stuff to make to redress the problems in society right like that's democratic that doesn't mean like putting it to every Joe Schmo some like advanced yeah. tech okay. question and being like, uh all right, so we can go to we can make it like you know we can." do string theory or we can like get you a a pussy robot and
2: you know what i mean we're on the same page and yeah i was just like yeah we're on the same page i
1: I, but you know how it is like it's undemocratic right now right because it's just well
2: i think a baby i mean like a a good first step right would to be have to have like any legislative rules at all about this right because there's literally none um about especially about like neural implants but even about other basic shit about like things we deal with now right with like tech companies there's just like no laws really and so like that's a that's a, a an easy like first step is to have like people who know what they're talking about create like actual meaningful regulations and like barriers you know
1: yeah and but i think like you know oftentimes it's like people do i mean when they organize around stuff that matters to them like the people who know enough and care like rise to the top to take on these leadership roles and do end up like, advo- I mean, people successfully advocate for their rights. I mean, talk about to loop it back. Like you wouldn't have union drives in like Amazon in Bessemer, Alabama, if people weren't like, didn't kind of know what was right for them and good for them. And yeah. like, yeah, there are questions that are like matters of expertise. And it doesn't mean like it should just be thrown to like the average Joe Schmo to just like weigh in necessarily, but also like I do think, like, this notion of, like, oh, everything has to be left to the experts because who are the experts? They're these, like, fucking ghouls and f- vampires in Silicon Valley who have, who have like, no value for yeah. human life. You know, yeah, know what I'm I mean? Not,
2: yeah, I'm definitely not, like, saying... I'm not saying to you're saying that, but, other, yeah, but I do but, think
1: we could come a lot further to right. to the other end. I just,
2: yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think we're saying the same thing, but yes. it, it is just, like, if you listen, like, it's 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 not as easy as telling people like what's the right thing sometimes because like if you listen to like facebook like they bend over backwards and spend billions of dollars to tell you that like what they're doing is actually for the best interest of course of they do but they should be uh, dismantled it takes, it takes like i think it <laughs> takes like meaningful and thoughtful people and like really like a cohort of people to like sort of be able to call them on their bluff of those things yes, and really those, articulate what like the alternative is.
1: Yeah. But those people do exist. And like those voices are out there and like in terms of like, but they're just not listened to because there's no money behind it. Like there's no, there's no, it's not, you know what I mean? I mean, I think there's just like this equation of democracy or like what's good for people with just like dum dums, And I just think that's sort of a false dichotomy because I think like there are a lot of smart people and certainly there are people who maybe have expertise but who aren't like you know who could who are interested in like you know making issues digestible for normal people and then like you know there's a long history of people like you know making good decisions on their own behalf and i think if you want to look at the other and i know it's putting words in your mouth but i think on the other end like you're like oh we gotta if 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 there is a lot of you know talk about like oh we have to this is so complicated these things are so technical they have to go to the experts. And, like, experts time and time again are just, like, sell people up the fucking river. So,
2: I agree. I think with the tech thing in particular, and this is not even, like, think about neural implants, but just in general with the conversations we have now about regulation, I think because it is something that is, like, part of the reason why so many of, like, the hearings have, like, failed is because, like, and they've gotten better, but, like, the representatives truly just don't know what they're talking about. And I think that like you need, but that's because
1: they're all fucking ninety year old
2: true fossils. And so like, how do you solve that? Is like when you have like younger people there, but I think you also like part of it too, which we've seen somewhat happening, is that like at the companies themselves, like you start having like more, you have people that are like their whole thing is to be skeptical, like on powerful positions in those companies, right? Like it's both parts. Like you need to have, in my perspective, is like you need to have like really strong and well-informed, like, representatives that are speaking for the people. But you, it would also help to have, like, Google or someone, for example, like, have some reason to hire someone who is, like, not but telling them yes. Why would they yes. ever
1: hire anyone who isn't just going to, like, why would a company ever do anything that isn't just going to make them, like, uh, uh, we're down to their bottom well, line being goes, better? It like, goes back to Unless that, they're made to do it. Well, like, yeah, so either made all, to do it or it's, they like, have to be made to do it. They face
2: such hard... Consequences that like, it behooves them to like hire someone that is yeah, like, but that's always going to be things.
1: window dressing. I think unless it just becomes like illegal for them to do business in a way that is anti anti-social Do you know what I mean? No, I agree. And, I like, mean that's the only way that this should happen. And granted, a lot of the progress in these in that uh type of domain comes from like organized workforces and stuff. Right. Like in Amazon. I mean, you know, I agree. My I, old I, yeah. Saw, but yeah. like, I do think like. Relying on like, hey, we just need companies to like be smarter yeah. and do better. It's just like dude, yeah, I mean, they're not like gonna I said, I don't, do it. It's not one of No, other, that's right? not what you're saying. But. but
2: but yeah, and and I just and then we'll we'll close it. Um, yeah. But it just as like, I think a hundred percent. Like I'm like I'm bored this. Like 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 democratize the things and have like like the average person who this affects. Like they need to be the person that's like has their voice heard. But with like, especially with like tech specifically it's somewhat unique in the sense that like I think we we would be remiss to not find people who like understand intuitively how these things work to represent like the people's interests right because it's sure. like some of these things just like yeah you can talk about like the union vote in Alabama because that's still that's still kind of like in in an older realm of like physical labor but when it comes to like some of these more esoteric like ai and other things like we like we need it's not going to cut it to just have like we may have to we
1: may have to put a pin in this because it's sort of like two separate issues but i do think that like in general it's just like developing this technology and these like cool things that are like really next level it's like why do it do it just to, like, how can this make money? Yeah, that's amazing. And, like, how can this be, like, used for the general welfare? And, like, those are questions that need to be asked. And I do think those are separate things. I mean, setting aside the whole, like, labor fucking Amazon thing, like, I think it's just bad that a lot of these companies in, in Silicon Valley are just, like, have some of the smartest people in the world working on these problems and like their sole thing is just like making profitable companies right that have no don't give a shit of if what they're doing is good i mean facebook is a perfect example it's like a total cancerous right. tumor on our society right and you know and and like that's why i just think like the, the this like really like unchecked profit motive is gonna take some of our smart people, the smartest people who are working on these problems and just make them like Darth Vaders, basically. For sure. You know what I mean? And I think it's um, something
2: for like a listener to take away too, which you mentioned, which I, is something I think about a lot, is like, why do we create certain technologies in the first place? And it's like, you know, like certain things, you used to be like, like to moon, yeah. you know, like I think there's this like, this idea, among like some people that like, just because we can do it, we should do it. Like a facial recognition and like other things. Sometimes it's like, why you know like some things don't necessarily need to be done um just indeed can. and
1: oftentimes a lot of the shit that does get done gets done for the purpose of uh making guns and bombs in the military and if yeah. um you're interested in hearing more about that you should tune in next week because we have a little uh Ooh. special dive down the rabbit hole about uh, a little uh a little plucky group of scientists who uh you uh, you owe a lot of thanks to if you're listening to us on the internet.
2: I love that foreshadowing. That's great.
1: Yeah, isn't that cool? Um, anyway, do you want to hold it, hold it up there?
2: Yeah, let's do it. You
1: want to pull on the reins? Um, let's pull cool. Um, all right, Mac. Uh, this was good. This was a good app. I guess we'll. I'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. Sweet man.
2: So long, everybody.
1: Ciao. <laughs>